Tabernacle Presbyterian Church presents Sunday with Tab. Tabernacle Presbyterian Church, located at 34th and Central in Indianapolis, welcomes you to Sunday with Tab. Today, Pastor John Gable delivers the message entitled, The Gift. So join us now from the sanctuary of Tabernacle Presbyterian Church for Sunday with Tab. Our first scripture reading this morning is from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation, you have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness for, from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. This is the word of the Lord. The gift arrived early. It looked rather ordinary, wrapped in plain brown paper and tied with a string, but the return address showed that it had been sent by someone very special. I wonder what it is, asked one of the grandchildren. I'm not sure, but I have a pretty good idea, came the response. Are you going to open it now? No, I think I'll wait until later. It would have been a good idea to open it then when all was quiet and the gift could have been enjoyed all by itself, but the decision had been made to wait, so the gift in the plain brown paper package was placed carefully under the Christmas tree unopened. As the weeks passed, other gifts began to arrive, beautifully wrapped gifts with shiny paper and velvety bows. They too were placed under the tree along with the plain paper package that arrived so early. It wasn't long before the floor beneath the tree was covered with gifts and presents stacked high, so high that the plain paper package was totally hidden and lost from sight. At last Christmas Day arrived, the house was more beautifully decorated than it ever had been before, with brilliant red poinsettias and colored lights and the same ceramic nativity scene, with baby Jesus lying in a manger, Mary, Joseph with the chipped nose that the grandchildren looked at and loved to play with as much as their parents had before them when they were young. This year, like every year on Christmas morning, the house was filled with noise and activity and good smells emanating from the kitchen. Finally, the time came for the family to gather around the tree to open their presents, and soon the living room floor was covered with a clutter of ribbons and mountains of torn wrapping paper. The air was filled with the scent of new perfumes and aftershaves, the delightful sound of children's laughter, 
the whispers of, oh, thank you, I just love it, and the latest whir of toys and gadgets. In what seemed like a matter of minutes, all the presents were opened, save one, the plain paper package, the first gift to arrive, which sat still in the corner, tucked inconspicuously under the tree. Why don't you open it now? asked one of the children. Oh no, there are so many other things going on just now, and we've just got so much else to do. I'll open it. If I open it now, it'll only get lost in the clutter. I'll open it later, when things settle down a bit. As Christmas Day ends, the house is quiet again. The living room floor has been picked up and vacuumed. All the dishes washed and put away. The family has gone home and the house is dark, except for the lights on the Christmas tree, which burn just brightly enough to show the plain paper package still tucked back and away in the corner. Perhaps now would be a good time to open it. No, it's been such a long day, and I'm too tired. I'll open it in the morning, when I'll enjoy it all the more. But the new day brings new activities. The weeks pass. The needles start to fall from the tree. It's already well into New Year, and time to take the Christmas decorations down again. The fragile ornaments are carefully removed. The nativity set is gently wrapped in tissue paper and packed away for another year. As the now bare tree is hauled out to the curb, the plain paper package is rediscovered, still tucked away in the corner. Oh my, I forgot all about that gift, didn't I? Maybe I should open it now. No, Christmas is over. It would be foolish to open it. I'll just put it away in a safe place and save it till next year. Yeah, next year I'll open it. It doesn't really matter. I think I know what it is anyway. And if ever I need it, I'll just go get it. So the gift, still wrapped in plain brown paper, is carefully placed on the highest shelf in the back corner of the closet in the spare bedroom, along with the nativity and the other Christmas decorations. And there it sits unopened for yet another year. It sounds kind of foolish to receive a gift that you never open, doesn't it? Yet, might this be a parable of our Christmas celebrations? Hidden amidst all of our brightly colored packages, there is a gift which has been given to us by someone very special, a gift given that so many have never even bothered to open. You and I tend to think about Christmas as being a season of giving, and it is. But it's also a season of receiving. At the heart of the Christmas message is the first gift that was given to us by the giver of every good and perfect gift, one which we are invited to open and receive for ourselves. Centuries before the birth of Christ, the prophet Isaiah announced the coming of the Messiah. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The prophet announces that there will be nothing fancy or flashy about this one who comes. Unlike many of the gifts that we are given, we are told he had no form or majesty, nothing about him that we should look at him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. 
And yet, in the birth of this child, God has given us the gift of his presence, even now. The angel visited Mary, saying, You will conceive a child by the Holy Spirit of God and call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. In the birth of this child, God has given us the gift of his love and the promise of our salvation. On the first Christmas night, the angels announced to unsuspecting shepherds in the fields outside of Bethlehem, I bring you good news of great joy which will be for all the people. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. In the birth of this child, God has given us the gift of new hope and great joy. The writer John exclaims, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whosoever believes in him should never perish, but will have everlasting life. In the birth of this child, God has given us the gift of new life, abundant and eternal. We usually think of Christmas as being a time of giving, and it is. But it is the giving of God to us and our receiving We love because God first loved us. We give because God has first given to us. So Christmas is not so much about the gifts that we give or to one another. Those are secondary. It's about the gift which God has given to us of himself in the birth of a baby, the son of Mary, the child of Bethlehem, the one we call our Savior and Lord, the one whose birth we celebrate this day. Friends, there is a gift which has been given to each of us. If you've not opened it yet, or if it's been so long since you have opened it or used it, today would be a wonderful time to do so, for this is the very first and most precious gift we will ever receive. Thanks be to God through the gift of Jesus Christ. Amen. And let us pray. Lord, we thank you for this beautiful gift that you have given us, the gift of Jesus, the child of Bethlehem, the one we know as a baby, but the one we know who grew to be our Lord and Savior. On this day, O Lord, open our hearts again and again and again and again to the wonder of your love, to the gift of your Son. It's in his precious name we pray it. Lord, hear our prayer. You're listening to Sunday with Tab, a production of Tabernacle Presbyterian Church in Indianapolis. We hope you have found inspiration and comfort in today's program. There are many ways to enjoy today's message again. Subscribe to the Tab podcast on your favorite podcast app or go to tabpres.org Tap on the graphic marked Sermons and select the sermon you wish to hear. While there, you can also view the entire worship service. We invite you to join us for worship this morning at Tabernacle Presbyterian Church. We're located at the corner of 34th Street and Central Avenue in Indianapolis. At 8 a.m., we have a communion service in the chapel. And at 10 o'clock, a beautiful worship service in the sanctuary. The 10 o'clock service is also live-streamed on our YouTube channel, Tab Indie. For all information on the services and streaming, go to tabpres.org. That's T-A-B-P-R-E-S dot O-R-G. 
thanks for listening and join us next week at the same time for Sunday with Tab. <laughs>